1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show—the home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on in the world of business, technology, and HR. Here's your host, Ira Wolf, and co-host Keith Campagna.
2: Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show, and welcome to Googleization Nation. Uh, we're still in the midst of the, our pandemic, so we continue to hope that everyone is safe—you, uh, your family, your teams, your company—and uh, staying healthy and and doing uh, what you need to do to to, to keep safe. Uh, also, we want to send uh, good wishes out and um, kind of we're we're our, our prayers and watching for everybody down uh, in Texas, Louisiana, along the uh, Gulf Coast. Uh, we got the hurricane uh, ready to barrel in there, so we we again. Uh, it's 2020. What else? What else can we expect? We're still waiting for the locusts, but uh, aliens. And, uh, yeah, I'm going in, with uh, the aliens. in Pennsylvania, we got the uh, boy. We we had uh, it looked like the locusts on Saturday, Keith. Uh, we had our lantern flies. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they have that down in uh, on the Gulf Coast, but man, oh man! I mean, our whole side of our house was there. So I've gotten very, very good at you know at. Uh, at uh, getting rid of them, but uh, yeah, it's been what a what a crazy year. It's like every every day you think uh, you hear something new that's going to happen in the first time. Uh, you know, in the Gulf Coast, we had those uh, two hurricanes coming in, and then we got you know everything else going on in our lives. Uh, we have got the conventions going on, we got an election going on, uh, but we we're chugging along. Uh, business, uh, fortunately and and gratefully, on my end is still. Good. Uh, so the good news is, buried in a lot of the bad headlines, is that there are businesses hiring, there are businesses growing, there are businesses doing business um, and expanding, and uh, that's a good thing because all we hear about uh, is the is the downside, and it's not to make light of that because it's significant with 50 plus million people on unemployment or not on on well on 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 unemployment and. And 16 million people out of jobs and then a whole bunch of new layoffs coming in the airline industry, which you and I, as we keep saying, we talked about that back in April or May. It was destined to happen that people got bailouts, uh, got money, which was good. Uh, They got carried through. But. Uh, a lot of these industries are just not going to come back as fast as, as uh, people think they are. So uh, there's still going to be some repercussions, but there are a lot of companies hiring back. And today uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that because uh, in addition to us, there's a lot of uh, good people out there that are are influencing the space. Uh, they're talking about the future at work, uh, and we've interviewed some of those. But today we're going to have uh, Nicole Garotti on, uh, who is – I, I will say this: uh, you can't see me smiling yet. You will when we get on TV uh, but in a couple weeks uh, when the show goes live. TV and r- radio, but um, I'm smiling when I say this because she's, um, you know, she's she's a, a young up and comer uh, doing amazing things. She's got about four or five projects going on simultaneously. Uh, had been doing some of that when she went back to school, completed an MBA or working on her MBA. And it's just pretty amazing because I keep hearing from employers, uh, what's wrong with the young people? They don't have good work ethic. So uh, we've talked about that story too. So what's going on in your world, Keith? You
1: know, it's interesting. Let me go uh, backtrack a little bit there. I, I was just on a call with uh, another um, geekskeezers and Googleization alum, Craig Fisher. He's doing a lot of things now, just based off the way COVID impacted Allegis Global Solutions. He's got his own thing going now. Mm -hmm. And to your point, there's a lot of adversity going on. But, you know, Craig was explaining and sharing with me how many companies are now starting to flip the coin over and recognize, you ready for this one, bud? There's a need to transfer cultures using digital technology so that everyone could come together with one you know, as one unit inside of organizations. So it's wild to think that in the midst of all the chaos that still keeps on shocking us with new headlines, there is this push. And I love that about business. I love that about the entrepreneurial spirit. And that is no matter the resistance, no matter the circumstance, if you believe in that vision, you can overcome those obstacles. And I think that's just one of the great things about some of the guests like McCall, And that is that we have phenomenal spirits coming onto the show. Um, uh, her name just escapes me. Who's the
2: millenn- not so millennial, millennial? Um, uh, Brianna, Brianna Yeah, like, yeah Brianna, yes, yeah, and yes. she's doing amazing things. Actually, I just saw on, uh, I can't remember, Facebook or LinkedIn, and uh, she just got that jet. Remember, she was gonna do a, a, a video right before COVID hit. She was gonna do her a musical video on okay. uh, a jet and and uh, she just rented it so she she just found her jet so yeah she just actually released a great single um uh, again another one who's i think she had what 15 different gigs going on yeah. simultaneously and yeah. she got married she when we talked to her she had uh, she, she had to re- postpone her wedding right because right. of covid and then she she eventually she over the last couple of weeks she got married um she's got a couple new gigs going on uh yeah it's amazing amazing stuff. and, and
1: I, I like this is you know going back to your question right what's going on with me i'm seeing a trend i'm seeing people break out there whether or not they're listening to gary vaynerchuk talk about get outside of your comfort zone do that one hustle all of this is starting to i think start to materialize at some point we're going to see this increased momentum of activity that takes us to a better place, and that's a lot of the stuff that we've been hoping hoping for, right? We talk about how HR is behind the curve. I think it's starting to happen. It doesn't look very pretty right now, but I think it's going to start
2: moving forward. Well, that's the old disruption. Uh, you know, I had I was interviewed uh, last week by Charlene Lee, who was another alumni of ours. Um, it was uh, did a basically a, about a five minute interview. They they were talking about disruption. Uh, and that's the nature of disruption. That's, you know, what, what we're used to is, uh, most people are used to change and they didn't like change, but it, there was change and then it was somewhat gradual, but now we're in this exponential curve. It's pretty dramatic. It's not incremental and it's transformational. It's not minor changes we're having. They're huge, huge changes. And, uh, the last time anybody lived through this, um, at least I, I know you were, and I weren't alive. Uh, was in the in the mid to late 1850, you know, 18th century or 19th century, when the industrial revolution took place, uh, massive when when uh, machines came into being, and you know, and then automobiles uh, uh, disrupted tech, uh, transportation. Uh, the okay. closest thing that we had to it was computer, the computer revolution, uh, you know, in the 70s and 80s. But even that sort, almost seems slow and almost now it seems almost routine. You know it it didn't disrupt things overnight. Um, we're We're in a stage now where things just got disrupted overnight, which which I guess leads us into uh, what we want to talk about with McCall, uh, who very grateful here. I gave a little bit of an intro. Let me just pull this up here. gotta switch my screens a little bit. Um she is um, a C, the CEO of Social McCall. Uh, she's marketing manager at Talview, and we're going to be talking about Talview a little bit. Uh, I just was interviewed for an ebook that they did. Uh, it was thirty day, thirty ideas in thirty days. I think that was the name of it. But uh, uh, so, I'm very grateful was included with a lot of really cool people in that. Uh, she is a host of the uh, HR for All Twitter chat, and most. I guess her her uh, biggest accomplishment, or one of her biggest accomplishments. I don't know if it's the biggest. We'll hear that from her. Uh, that she created the most inclusive HR influencer list, and uh, we definitely want to talk about that. I want to know how I do. How do I get on it? Is <laughs> uh, I, I thought I had my list covered, but apparently I missed one. So uh, we'll we'll find out. Uh, I, uh, I, I looked at the list, and there's some really super impressive people there. So. Um, I, I can see why, um, uh, you know, I, I can see why it's doing well. McCole, welcome to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization show.
0: Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me.
2: Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Uh, I know, uh, Keith, uh, had, when he, he hooked you up with us, uh, he was super excited and, and I can see why right before the show, I was, uh, doing my homework actually last couple last couple days but i was listened to one of the other your one of the other podcasts read some of your blogs you're crazy i mean you're like crazy active i mean every every <laughs> uh, you know i click here and it's like oh she's on there oh I, I opened up ere oh she's got an article on there uh you're all over the place it's, so so how did you, <laughs> go ahead
0: no, I was I was just gonna say I, I'm excited to be every place. Um, You kind of feel like Santa when you when you're, you know, every place at once is kind of funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and you're, you know, again, you're, we, we talked, we mentioned, uh, Brianna Shoko uh, before who we interviewed maybe four or five months ago. Uh, I think it could be even longer than that at this point, but, um, but with, since the pandemic we've interviewed her and, uh, she calls herself the not so millennial millennial and she's got a podcast too. And, uh, again, you know, as I said, she had like 15 job, literally we're, we're not making this up. I think she had 15 different things that she was into, uh, and she's very, very talented, uh, and then, you know, I look at your resume or, you know, your, your kind of short bio and you, you do, you're juggling all these balls and taking initiative and creating a, a name for yourself and you you're becoming your own influencer. Um, and yet I still hear from people. It's like, so what do you think is going to happen with all these you know young people? I mean, how they are going to work and. They're, they're just not doing it. And every day I'm on calls with people like yourself. So how did you get into this space? I, I knew a little bit. I mean, you, you did not Did you go, is, was this your pursuit when you went to college? Uh, because I also know you were following up with an MBA. Did did you get the MBA? Did you complete it? Or are you still working on it? Yeah.
0: So um, I'll, I feel like there was like a lot to unpack there. I'll do my yeah. best to it. Oh, adjust. I always I'll, do that. I'll Sorry. Be, uh, <laughs> No, it's okay. So, um, I originally wanted to be a a lawyer. Um, and then when I was going through college, my mom kind of guilt tripped me into taking marketing, you know, how like the mom guilt trip is, um, so that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then while I was taking marketing, I was like reading the textbook and flipping through and saying, Oh, this is so stupid. Anyone can do this. And by chapter 10, I was like, Wait, if this is so stupid, anybody can do it. Why don't I do it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, at the time I was getting an English degree, I did get that English degree and then I was like, all right well, how do I make money off of this? <laughs> so that spearheaded the MBA, like how to how to monetize skills. Um, and I think that's really, really important in today in our society today is um, you have skills, how do you, use them to make society better and to create a life for yourself. Um, so I got my MBA while I was doing that. I worked um, as a, uh, in the marketing department at Ultimate Software, who is actually now a sponsor of The List, um, and I was building their influencer relations program, and I really loved getting to read like hundreds and hundreds of HR blogs and recruiting blogs every single week. Um, and that's kind of how I spearheaded into this space is when, when you read that much about that many, um, trends and that many smart people, you kind of pick things up quickly. So that's actually how I got started and interested in the influencer marketing space. And I've been here ever since.
2: Yeah, it's terrific. It's funny, uh, because when you talk about the mother influence, um, I remember my brother, I think my brother was talking about doing marketing. Um, I wanted, I was going to switch my major. My major was pre-med. And uh, I ended up, uh, you you probably don't know that about me. My first career, I was a dentist. So I practiced for 18 years and loved everything about dentistry, but dentistry. So I got out. Uh, But my mother's influence was, is you don't want to go into marketing or or English or journalism. How do you make money from it? Um, And, you know, here we are. Years later, this is how we're all making a living. So, um, and Nicole, that's, that's I got a question
1: for you, and it goes back to the how-to phase of of your the beginnings of your career. So many people, present company included, have that self-realization moment where you you know. For me personally, it was, you know, what if what everyone is really doing is just sharing information and sharing knowledge? It doesn't necessarily mean that I couldn't do it. And and so that is what helped me get outside of my own comfort zone and recognize the opportunity I had with the the podcast, with the personal brand, all that good stuff. Do you see uh, any kind of trend going on where people in their 20s, in their 30s are moving towards that realization? Or do you think there's still lots of opportunity for people to Get out of their comfort zone and follow uh, a good idea that they might have, um, but it's a little bit scary just to think about.
0: Yeah, um, that's a really interesting question. So I think, I think in general that we, I'm gonna go back to the millennial thing just because I am a millennial and we started talking <laughs> the, the show talking about them. Um, but I kind of think that like right now, millennials are like 40, they're the largest yep. demographic in the workforce. And I think I've heard somewhere on a TV show yesterday that they're the largest demographic of even like home buyers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so sure. millennials are like a staple in our society and, and in the working, uh, the workforce. And so I think when we think about millennials, we often think about like a younger generation. And at this point, I don't know if they are anymore. Um, they're definitely even younger generations entering the workforce. And I I don't necessarily think that, um, people fit into any one box. Um, for example, I'm super creative and I just like to do creative things and work with awesome people. And that's, um, I, I know we mentioned Talview early in the show. That's exactly how I ended up at Talview. I literally said, um, to my now boss, Chad, I was like, hey, I wanna work with cool people and do cool things. And if that's a place that, if that's where, um, like somebody that you want in your company, then hire me and he was like, okay, great. I, I like doing you know, cool things and working with cool people too. Um, so I think, I don't know if it's necessarily like an, an age thing or if it's um, or if it's just cool people doing cool things together. I, I don't know if that answers your question, but, yeah. um, there's definitely opportunities for everybody to get involved and for everybody to use their, their voice and their personal brand. Um, and yeah, just get involved in things that they are interested in and passionate about.
2: Yeah. Just to keep the record straight, Nicole, um, when I said millennials, it, it was, it was basically facetious because it's, I hear that all the time. People talk about those darn millennials and they, and they basically, one is don't consider anybody over 25 to be a millennial, which Means that they're not—they don't even know—they're—they're throwing around a term, um, and stereotyping a lot of people. They don't recognize that the oldest millennials are actually in their early 40s, as you said, Um, and they so they basically trap. It's like anybody under the age of 45 or 50 uh, turns out to be a millennial that doesn't agree with them. You know, it's like anybody who doesn't share <laughs> the, the same worldview. Uh, so right. I, I put myself out there as a recovering millennial basher. So I, I did that only to in, uh, kind of bring people in there and do exactly as you said, it really, uh, you know, you're, you're an example and it's not that you're in the minority. There are, I mean, I was on a call this morning. I'm, I'm in a group, a consulting group, uh, and out of the, Uh, four people that were on the call, it's four independent consultants growing their own business. Uh, One of them is maybe in their forties, everybody else is in their thirties. And I'm listening to them and it's like, wow. I mean, not only are they, they, they have multiple things going on, but super smart, super ambitious, uh, creative, innovative, entrepreneurial. Um, It's just amazing. So uh, it's like anything else. Uh, I said I, I know a, I'm a ba- older baby boomer. I know a lot of baby older baby boomers. They don't like to hang around with because they're dull, they're negative, they're pessimistic, and you know they're just not fun. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure there are Gen Z and millennials and Gen X that are that, are that way too. So um, that's that's where we are with that. So you, you you created this list. I mean, one of the things uh, I know you you got to Talview. And uh, we'll talk about them in, in a bit. But um, let's talk about your list. Uh, how, you know, what what were the reasons that you said, hey, we need another H.R. list? I'm um, sure that wasn't it. Uh, what, What's the differentiator? Uh, how do you you know, what's the selection? Because you got some really cool people on there. I mean, I went through the list. I mean, we, a lot of them were our guests for good reason, because we're looking for influencers, too. But I know Tim Sackett's been on there. Um, in fact, I just got Bridget uh, Hyacinth's book sitting right here it just came yesterday so I know she has a new book out she was on there uh, Chris Dunn was on uh, was on the show recently Lance Hahn I interviewed just about two months ago Alina uh, Valentine I interviewed they're doing some cool stuff at Skill Scout so you got some really really cool people on here but how what was the genesis of it what you woke up one day and said I, I want to build a list <laughs>
0: Um, that's generally not how it happens with me. (laughs) Generally, I, um, I just kind of like get a vibe of like, okay, what are people thinking and feeling right now? And kind of what's, what's the need? Like, like, what do people need at this moment? And it was at a time last year when a bunch of lists just came out and they were all the same top 100 lists made by a different vendor that were, or company, whatever, that was used as a way to grab. Um, really established influencers attention and to kind of get some brand recognition. And when those lists came out, um, there was a lot of pushback, I guess the word is, I'm, I'm not really sure if that's the right word, but there was a lot of pushback or kind of angst about why are the same a hundred or the same 50 people on all of these lists coming out and why do they all look the same? And when, you know, we say the same, we mean, not like actual hr professionals in the field they weren't representative um so i kind of threw the idea out on twitter actually crowdsourced the idea and i said hey what does everybody think about a crowdsourced nomination based influencer list it's not going to be a top of influencer list it's going to be a whoever is doing great work in this industry um who can be recognized by their peers and has of course a social following but who's really just doing the work in their field within HR. And it got so much attention and so much positive feedback. I was like, all right, well, I I guess I have to do this now. Um, So within a month, I had something like 150, actually way more than that, like 200 nominations, um, 150 people um, featured on the list from 16 countries um, and I think on six continents around the world and it just became this huge thing and got a lot of attention. Uh, And then six months later, we updated the list. Now it features 180 HR professionals and HR adjacent professionals. So like technologists, analysts, um, marketers, um, all in the field of HR. And that's what it is today. And we're about to do, uh, announce another refresh of the list that will be um, live later this year. Um, So we're really excited about that too.
1: So let me ask you this. Before we run up to the break here, maybe you could give our audience a little sneak preview. You mentioned that you were trying to summarize what people that might think and act differently inside of the HR world are doing. What have you learned with this new list?
0: Um, Oh, that's a good question, but I actually am not trying to change the behavior within the HR industry. My goal is to change the way that um, everybody around the HR profession sees it and to make sure that the voices of the actual practitioners are, are heard in a more um, enhanced and, and prolific and serious way, Um Because we all know that on a lot of the top 100 lists, it's the same people over and over again every year. And some of the people aren't in HR anymore. Some of them haven't been in HR for a really long time, and yet they still show up on the list. And because they're on the list, there's not room for new up-and-comers or current practitioners to to be on these amazing lists. So um, this list was really for really current, Who's in this doing great work right now, and, and we're keeping it current. So if somebody retires, they're off the list, and it's 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 designed so that um, people can really understand who's doing great work today.
2: Awesome, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, I, there's another group that I was involved in, and uh, again, similar to the similar model on who's influencing the most and you know I was uh, I'm on a couple lists but uh future of work it was uh you know uh, an area of focus for me uh, but you're right. There's a, uh, you know, the, a lot of these lists, um, I showed up on some lists just because I wrote one article about something and, you know, somehow you become recognized, but that's not, this is fair. That doesn't mean I'm the biggest, I'm the, one of the most, in, uh, influential people in that particular space. So you're, uh, and again, this list is impressive. And, um, you know, I, I always feel that I'm out there and about, and they do a ton of reading and, uh, you introduced me to a lot of new people, which means you're, you you know, at least for one person, you accomplished what you were supposed to, what you intended to do. So that's uh, very, very cool. Hey, uh, we are uh, at our break time. So I want to make sure that we uh, take care of our sponsors. Uh, we want to thank ZOR.AI uh, and Success Performance Solution again for being part of the show. Uh, we, uh, they've been with us for almost a year. And uh, we thank him very much for allowing us to be on the air. Uh, we've because of them, we've been able to introduce a, a lot of people out there and have a lot of good conversations like we're having today uh, with McCall Garati. We will uh, we're going to take uh, some questions. If you have any, you can post them up on the uh, W4CY.4CY.com uh, chat. Uh, And we will be back in two minutes. You're listening to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. Hiring top talent shouldn't be left up to the roll of the dice. And yet, that's exactly what many organizations do. They roll the dice, cross their fingers, and pray for a better outcome. Hiring the right employees the first time is much too important and way too costly to leave to a game of chance. Your employees and your customers deserve better. For 25 years, Success Performance Solutions has been helping small and medium-sized businesses hire smarter. They offer pre-employment and leadership assessments from typing and data entry to C-suite competence. Whether it's production, sales, healthcare, call centers, or management, Success Performance Solutions can help. Visit their website at www.SuccessPerformanceSolutions.com to schedule a free demo or call 800-803-4303. Imagine how your
1: company would grow if your candidate experience earned a 99% approval rating. Well, to get to 99%, you need the three best letters in recruitment technology, XOR. Zor's text bots, chat bots, and audio bots Increased IKEA's candidate conversion rate 455%. Zor decreases candidate drop off rates, improves your candidate experience, and collects analytics for future strategies. To learn more, check out Zor.ai. That's X O R.ai.
2: Hey, welcome back everyone to the Geek, Skeezers, and Googleization Show. I'm your host, Ira Wolf. I'm here with my co host, Keith Campagna. And our guest today, we've got Nicole Garotti, uh, who does a whole lot of things. But one of the uh, what we were talking about in the beginning of this show was her most inclusive HR influencer list. Uh, so wh- why don't we just pick it up there? Uh, because there may be some people that are interested in seeing it. Uh, or nominating someone uh, and I believe you can nominate yourself too uh, so Nicole how do they how do they get a hold, how do they view it how do they see who's on it and how can they nominate somebody for it?
0: Yeah so if you go onto socialmicole.com or just google the most inclusive HR influencer list the list will come up. Um, and there you can view it there. And there is also a nomination form on my website, socialmccall.com, where you can submit a nomination for either yourself or somebody else. Um, and I just wanted to touch on the self nominations. I know this is like a crowdsourced peer nomination based list. But I did want people to be able to kind of get the courage to nominate themselves and say, you know what, I am doing really good work in the space and I kind of want to be recognized for it. Um, That's okay, too. And that's important, too. So um, go and submit nominations and go and nominate other people doing amazing work. And yeah.
2: Excellent. And I just wanted to make sure everybody knows the spelling. Uh, It's social. uh, Well, the the site is Social McColl and it's M as in michael not n as in nancy it's not nicole it's mccall right
0: yes (laughs) but
2: to make sure that comes across there so that they get to the right spot so let's talk a little bit about uh, i know you started as an intern and then you pitched yourself and you got a job and you're doing a great job with talview uh who's doing some real interesting things and then they just released uh the ebook uh well last month i guess the 30 the 30 ideas in 30 days uh, which was great and then it just got formed into an ebook and then just this morning uh, there's a new ebook that came out so let's let's talk about those what what prompted those um, you know what you know what are they about and how do people get hold of them
0: yeah so the ebooks are one of them you're in we talked about it it's uh 30 revolutionary uh, ideas to promote basically like the remote workforce and online learning, um, revolutions. And it's, uh, what I like about it, the more than the fact that it's really cool and just has some really awesome trends. What I like about it is that, um, my amazing boss who made it really took the time to make sure that the, uh, Voices that were being heard in the ebook were um, representative of the HR population as, as much as he could get it. And um, what's cool about the ebook that we launched this morning around um, team building is that we. Uh, did the same thing. So that was actually authored by myself and uh, Kirsten Greggs, uh, the CEO of Trap Recruiter. And she really took the time to say like, okay, so what does HR look like? And TA and the diversity and inclusion experts at the top companies. And and she really took the time to get people from all over the world and, and the, the true leaders and practitioners in the spaces. So um, that book launched this morning and it's, it's really awesome. It's both of them are just great pieces. Check them out on uh, Talvi.com.
1: Congratulations! Very yeah, nice.
2: a, yeah, absolutely. It's it's an accomplishment. I know trying to pull things together is is uh, challenging. <laughs> Some of these days, everybody's <laughs> especially now. It's everybody is so busy because we're on Zoom calls all day. Uh, The good news is it's easier to get a hold of people. The bad news is that, uh, again, it's like tomorrow, I think from eight in the morning till five at night or five in the afternoon, I've got like one, literally one after the other. Uh, of an event. Uh, So it's interesting you brought up about the uh, diversity and inclusion, uh, or the diversity equity inclusion. Uh, I interviewed yesterday, we did a webcast. We had uh, about 150 people registered for it, which which again is sometimes challenging to get that many people to register for anything these days. Uh, And we were talking about uh, diversity and inclusion and again in, in, it's in the news and, and everything else going on but one of the concepts that came out of that was about the velocity of opportunities um you know and as i was thinking you know in the on on a lot of these job ads that are out there job listings you know at the bottom it always says we're not an equal opportunity employer and this will be a preview and on probably one of my my blogs that i write about uh is that that's probably the biggest lie Uh, In HR these days that we are an equal opportunity employer, because just because you say it and just because you you basically can meet the EEO guidelines doesn't mean you're diverse, doesn't mean you're inclusive and doesn't mean you're you're fair to everybody. Um, And Mm -hmm. it, it sort of became just the catch line to say, oh, we need to put that in because it does Keith. And, and what's worse, Ira,
1: is that it doesn't take much time or skill to actually recognize how their software prevents them from being uh, unbiased or their processes internally. Right. You, I mean, you know about this. I'm sure McCall deals with this all the time with the people she talks to. There is a massive opportunity. And I like the term ve- velocity here to literally make change happen fast. My question to McCall is. On a scale from one to 10, how confident are you that HR is going to be able to make a significant change fast these next couple of months? Because it's a serious challenge. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it absolutely is a challenge. And just for the record, in case anybody needs to hear this, I myself am not a diversity and inclusion expert. I yeah firmly believe that we do need to make changes and quickly to um, our organizations, our cultures, our behavior to be more accepting and inclusive of others. Um, and that's why I am so passionate about uh, kind of bringing in and listening to um, underrepresented voices because um, those voices have way more expertise and, mm-hmm. and we need to start doing a better job at listening to their experiences, stories, feelings, and doing a better job about reacting and responding appropriately to them in terms of um, am I, how hopeful am I that HR will be um, acting of it. I I, I have hope. I, I hope that they do. I hope they take everything that's happening right now seriously and start to um, change behaviors um, in, in a really meaningful way. And I, I hope that they kind of take the momentum that is happening right now and turn it into positive action and change quickly, because we all need to be way more accepting and empathetic and um, create spaces for people to feel comfortable in their own skin at work.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you said that, uh, Nicole, because I, you know, I talk about it. I'm an advocate. Uh, I, I, you know, I absolutely think that not only in HR, but the world just needs to be a a more fair place, more open-minded, but I am not an expert, and I, I say it somewhat, you know. Uh, and I know some people don't like it when I say this, but I'm a, I'm technically an old white guy who's never, you know, other than minor uh, aggressions, you know, or, or microaggressions, really never felt anything, uh, never experienced some of the challenges. But yesterday, but in addition to that, uh, and he is one of your influencers on on the list. Uh, is Ben Eubanks. Uh, and I, uh, Ben, uh, I, I interviewed Ben a few months ago too. I met him at, you know, ran into him a bunch of conferences. Uh, he's running a, an event this week. I don't know if you had a chance to see it. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. Uh, it was Beyond Diversity and Inclusion. And I I was able to catch it Monday and he had four guests, four panelists. And it, I, um, it, for anybody that's interested just email me i'll send you a link to it um or you can go up to i don't know if it's on his site yet but ben's company is uh, lighthouse research and advisory and the website's lhra.io i'm I'm up there now i don't see that he has the uh, this event listed there yet but wow was it powerful um, and, and boy, do we have a lot of work to do. So we, Keith, you and I talk about the, the digital transformation that HR has to, to go through. Um, when you come to DNI or DEI, it's, it's amazing. And, and just going back to the velocity for a second, because I want to go back to McCall. Um, it, one of the discussions is, you know, there's a whole focus on pay equity, um, which, which is a challenge. But then even for training, you know, people say, well, you know, they open up training to everybody. But once once a minority group, whether it's racial, gender, ethnic, uh, LGBT completes training, does everybody have the equal opportunity to advance? And do they do it at the same rate? And the answer is somewhat of a a rhetorical question. The answer is no, just because you give everybody an opportunity and you you can say, well, look at our look at this class. It's uh, it's pretty diverse. Um, after they complete it and after they get the certification doesn't mean that everybody has an equal opportunity to, to advance at the same rate. and so we got a lot of there's a lot of work to do nicole i I've got a question for you, especially since you've I've got a couple decades on you here uh, <laughs> what You know, so I've seen I've seen a lot. Uh, You know, some of the things are, yeah, I've seen this before. Um, It's amazing. You you know, I think I talked about this on the show last week, Keith. You know, when we go back to like 1960, you know, to 1970, um, which I know you were (laughs) before before the time. Uh, But for the record, I'm not that old, Nicole. Yeah. But (laughs) here's the environment we lived in. We lived in a world of racial riots, of riots in the streets. There were cities being burnt down. We had an unpopular president, an unpopular war, a a crumbling economy. It, I mean, the reality is, and here's what maybe this is the good news: we always come out of it, you know. So we'll, we'll come out of it, but it's it's rough. And and frankly, the whole the whole 1970s was a a really tough time in in the U.S. It wasn't a a good time. You know, we just come off three assassinations in the 60s and then we had Nixon and he got impeached and we had a couple, you know, a couple presidents. So this is all, some of these events in the background have happened before. But this is the first time you've experienced something like this. Is there anything that really surprised you um, that was like so shocking that you didn't think, you just can't imagine it was, you know, crazy other than a pandemic. So, I mean, I, I, I guess the re, maybe it's the response to the pandemic, other than none of us lived live through a pandemic before. But is there anything that surprised um, you?
0: Well, the pandemic was quite surprising. Yeah, to everybody,
2: um, <laughs> to everybody.
0: Yeah, be, being in marketing and not in medicine, this is not really something I expected to have to deal with this year. Um, And like everyone else, this is probably um, a little bit stressful to not be able to go anywhere, do anything and um, to have a, I've been working actually remote for five years now. So long before the pandemic, I've been um, remote, but now this is the first time I actually have a coworker. So I've been, um, my husband and I are now working from home together for the first time, which is kind of, uh, that's been surprising and interesting um and
1: in, in, in what of, ways? Let's stop there. <laughs> I think yeah. that might be another yeah. podcast. <laughs> that might be another podcast.
2: Yeah, I mean, is it sharing the same kitchen table or Talk, what's surprising?
1: <laughs> Talk about life like well, you know?
0: Yeah. So I mean, first of all, so my husband is a, is a CPA. He's he's very structured. My mom's also a CPA, which is kind of funny. Um, and so I, you know, it's. I, I hate that I'm going to say this, but I've never realized how boring their job is, and how exciting my is. <laughs> I I get to hear the the phone calls like, "Oh, well, on this form you did whatever." I'm like, "Oh my god, I I'm so thankful that's not my job." <laughs> um, and I'm also so grateful that I I hopefully will never have to do my own <laughs> Um So that yeah. So anyway, but. That that was surprising to me. To, to Yeah. Basically, accountants have the most boring job in the world. And I'm so thankful that somebody else gets to be able to do that.
2: But but that's a I mean, it's a great story. I mean, it's it's literally walking in the shoes of somebody else. So you hear the stories. But, you know, unless you had spent a day in his office, um, you wouldn't know what he did. You know, and yeah. uh, and and there's people that make career decisions based on that. Oh yeah, I really like working with numbers. That would be fun. Or I really like working with people, which is which is really one of the problems with HR because a lot of people say, Oh, i I'm, I really like working with people, but it's a lot more than just like working with people. There's a lot more to HR than just that. That's an important part of it. You should like people if you're working in HR, but that's not the that doesn't qualify you for for much.
0: Yeah. And I think within HR, too, it's what's really cool. Is there are so many different pockets within HR that I feel like most people don't realize, like being in payroll or benefits is going to be so different than being a technologist or being a on the front lines, HR. Um, and I, I'm going to plug in. I know we were talking about uh, diversity trainings a few minutes ago so Sarah Morgan of the Buzz on HR has an amazing HR OI summit going on that's about anti-racism in in HR and how to apply that to the workplace Um, and so there are just so many different programs but going back to what like the different pockets within HR, it, what, it was just something so cool that I realized when creating the list of like, oh, there, there are analysts in the space, there's influencers in the space, there's marketers in the space, there's practitioners. It, it, the industry really is so much bigger than anybody, I, I don't know, at least I thought about before.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And none of it seems easy anymore. Not one of it.
0: <laughs> no, I... <laughs> not at all especially yeah not not at all it's it's all it all has its own challenges and um, we all kind of have to work together to overcome them
1: and so, I think that's the key right there right Ira
2: oh yeah for sure so what's next for you what's what's the next project so you you, you got these two ebooks under your belt um, and, and everything else What what's next other than updating your HR uh, inclusive list
0: Yeah, so next week is actually a really exciting week in HR. It's a global TA day. Um, So I'm actually going to be on a webinar with uh, Kirsten Greggs and Talview on should you focus on hiring the best person for the job or building the best teams? And it's going to walk HR and talent acquisition through um, basically why our current approach to hiring isn't working and, and what we can do about it.
2: Well, we can, so we, we should have started that conversation earlier <laughs> Is that that's certainly my niche uh, and they, they need to toss out the whole model, which I'm working on. You know, last week we talked about the uh, blue ocean strategy. I don't know if you're familiar with that uh, at all, uh, Nicole, but uh, I'd look it up. You, you'd really like it um, because it really, I mean, it, I, I hate this term, but it it's literally a map for thinking outside the box uh looking for new opportunities and uh you know ultimately it becomes a lot of the models that we have in place um going back to the 1960s and 70s are still the same all people did was put the application online and they thought that oh we're now now we got it you know (laughs) now we're high tech (laughs) We, we took the same application that didn't work 60 years ago and put it online and now we're good so yeah there's a there's a lot of work so i'll be i'll be excited to 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 hear what you write about um as i know you i'm sure you'll write about something from that from 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 the program uh but uh, appreciate the, the the opportunity there uh how could people get a hold of you McCall?
0: yes so find me on twitter at social McCall. again it's m Instead of N, so social, M-I-C-O-L-E, uh, my website is socialmicole.com. And you can also find me at Calview on Twitter and LinkedIn and all the channels and then at Talview.com.
2: Super, Excellent. appreciate it. So final question here. And this, Keith, you reminded me, we forgot to ask this a while ago. Uh, final question. Um, if we have you back a year from now, what what will we be talking about, Sarah? Or Sarah? <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> I got Sarah in front of Nicole. Nicole? I had I had Sarah's uh, profile up in front of me. So sorry.
0: Well, I don't know what Sarah will be talking about a year from now, and I don't even, to be honest, know what I will be talking about a year from now. Um, I like to be really rooted in in today and the trends and and what's coming up, and so I think that in a year from now things will be much different than today. But I guess time will tell what that what that means.
2: For sure. Hey, this was really fun, Nicole. I appreciate it. Um, a, a great conversation. We wish you luck. Uh, you're working for a great organization, and uh, continued success on the uh, on, on your list. I'll I'll be following it. Uh, I w- it was the first time I was exposed to it. So, but uh, definitely impressive. Um, so, good luck. Yes. Con- Keep cont- up continued the good work. success. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thank you. All yeah. right. I will talk to you guys later.
1: All yeah. right. Thanks, Thanks very much.
2: Apple. Keith, that was, that was refreshing. That was fun. That was, that was really good. Thanks for the introduction. So, and again, there there's so many side conversations there that are um, important. One is, you know, just again, debunking that millennial myth or or young people's myth. Uh, We we certainly have somebody who's enthusiastic, energetic, smart, bright, ambitious. Um, That's not what we hear. You know, you keep hearing the, 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 you know, sitting in the basement playing, you know, video
1: games. I think think what's interesting about that whole point right there, Ira, is that what we're hearing isn't the truth. And if there's a theme (laughs) that's rising to the surface anymore, right, it's the truth isn't on the surface. You got to dig deep. That's what I love about the show. That's what I love about our guests. You know, it's let's get a little deep. Let's find out what's really making things happen. And here we have it. We have a It's almost like another wave of insight and insider information exists. Uh, Definitely check out McColl at social McColl and uh, the com website. We've got all of our podcasts there helping everyone to find out what's beneath the surface.
2: Yeah. And also we're on all the podcasts. Uh, I think uh, most of you know that may, some of you may be listening to the podcast there, but if you can uh, leave a review, especially on Apple, um, let us know how we're doing. Um, you know, give us, uh, hopefully you'll give us a five star, but uh, tell us how we're doing. And uh, if you can leave some uh, w- words, uh, people, you know, pe- we're, we're, we're there's a million podcasts out there. So Uh, Sometimes people find us and they want to know what other people think. So uh, if you can share that, that would be great. Uh, we hope everybody continues to be safe um, for those along the Gulf Coast. We hope, uh, again, you you, uh, you take your precautions and, and do what you need to do. And uh, now, again, another another threat down there. But uh, that will pass, and uh, hopefully our pandemic will pass in the near future as well. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening to Geek Skeezers and Googleization, being part of Googleization Nation. Uh, don't forget, if you're not part of Googleization Nation, uh, you can go to, to googleizationnation.com, uh, sign up for free notifications for up for shows, live streams, webinars. But a, a bunch of those coming up. Uh, and uh, Keith and I are always interested. What's on? What's going on in your mind? Let us know if you if there's a speaker you want to hear from. If there's a sponsor, uh, we are looking for new sponsors for next year. So uh, please keep us in mind. Uh, And thanks again to Zor.ai and Success Performer Solution for being our sponsors this year. Uh, We will be back next week, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, W4CY.com. And you can catch us on any of your your favorite podcasts until the next episode of Geek Skeezers Googleization. This is Ira Wolf and Keith Compagnon. Don't let the shift hit your plans.